You're listening to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. Yep, it's your old pal Mike, and welcome to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. I want to talk about someplace warm and sunny and fun. We all deserve a break after what we've been through. And you know, Las Vegas is a major destination for conventions of all kinds. Over the years, I've been very fortunate to attend numerous DJ, photo booth, lighting, and performance-based conventions and workshops. I love coming back. So in my 35 trips to Sin City, I've accumulated a good deal of knowledge and experience about what to do, what not to do, how to do it, and basically what to watch out for. Now, in today's episode, I'm going solo. So with my monologue, I want to create an all-things Vegas tutorial just for you. With Photobooth Expo and Mobile Entertainment Expo coming up in mid-February, I thought this would be very helpful for many of you who have never been to Vegas. So let's do this. We begin with flying into McCarran Airport. Is, is it even called McCarran Airport anymore? I think they changed the name. There have been so many changes in Vegas since the pandemic. You really need to make yourself aware of those changes. Okay, first thing to consider, you land, you need transportation to get to the hotel, right? So you're going to get a taxi. N- don't do that. Uh, a taxi could run you 25 bucks, 35 bucks, or even more, just one way. I mean, take that money, rent a car. There is a convenient rental car center right next to the airport. You hop on the bus, they bring you over, you get your car, you're done. Okay, so you got a killer deal on Travelocity. Well, hold on a second here. You know, resort fees suck. They really do. And you have to keep this in mind. When you get to your hotel, remember there is a resort fee that's going to be charged in addition to your room rate. Now, this is separate from the room fee, and it's just sort of another way for Las Vegas to take a little bit extra of your hard-earned money. The bigger and fancier the property, the higher the resort fee is going to be. Some of the small uh, properties off the Strip, well, they may not even have any resort fees, so it's very important that you contact your hotel before arriving and find out exactly what the resort fee is because that is the real price of what you're paying per night. Now, I really don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but there's more. Many large hotel casino properties are going to block a certain amount of room on your credit card for what they call incidentals, which is just a neat way of saying they're protecting themselves in case you break something in the room or you remove things like towels and etc. I don't know who would do that, but it happens. Now, in some cases, it could be quite expensive. For example, the Aria property, which is an MZM resort, they are going to charge you $200 a night for incidentals. So if you're there for three nights, they're blocking $600 on your credit card. So you need to plan accordingly. Otherwise, it could significantly uh, hamper what you have for your credit line on your trip. Those funds just won't be available to you until after your trip is over. And how long will it take for those funds to be released and that credit line to be freed up? Well, it could take up to one week after you return home from your Las Vegas trip. Oh, no. Now, how can you get a room upgrade? Well, try the $20 trick. What is it? Well, the $20 trick is executed by sandwiching a $20 bill between your driver's license and a credit card when checking into the hotel. When you hand over that $20 money sandwich, simply ask, are there any complimentary room upgrades, please? Another important tip. Always, always, always get the player's club card from the hotel casino that you're staying at. 
if indeed it's a casino. Many times, you'll be able to get discounts, coupons, and special promotions simply by having the card from the casino. So sign up at the player's desk. Now, everybody wants to see the world-famous strip, the Las Vegas Strip, otherwise known as Las Vegas Boulevard. And the strip, as we know, it essentially runs from Mandalay Bay all the way up to the Strat. However, Las Vegas Boulevard continues beyond that. It goes to the north, up to Fremont Street, and it goes to the south, way past the South Point. However, it is traditionally known from where the two signs are, the Las Vegas welcome signs, and there's one right next to Mandalay Bay, and there's one right next to the Strat, and that is about four miles. So if you think you're going to walk, make sure you have extremely comfy shoes. Ow! Out! Okay, I really did want to go here, but I'm recording this podcast in January of 2022, and as of current there is a mask mandate that remains in place and probably will be in place for a while. And it requires you to wear masks when inside. That means inside the casinos, inside the poker rooms, inside the theaters, you must wear a mask when inside, not required for anything outside. As I mentioned previously, Las Vegas has gone through a great deal of change and not everything is as it was, especially if you've been to Vegas before. Now, if you're coming and you expect all those amazing, classic Las Vegas buffets, well, you might be a bit disappointed. Many of the buffets have closed, and in some cases, have closed for good. Check what's open before you make your plans if you want to experience a classic Las Vegas buffet. But two of the best that were around pre-pandemic are around still post-pandemic, and that would be the Wicked Spoon, part of the Cosmopolitan, and the Bacchanal which is at Caesar's Palace. Both amazing and both completely worth your time. Mm. And we're going to get into food a little later on here. There are some great deals for each that can be had in Vegas. Uh, So toward the end of this podcast, I'll bring out some of those awesome deals worthy of your consideration. (laughs) Vegas is a desert climate. And if you're not used to such a dry place, I highly recommend hydrating as much as possible. But get your bottles of water at a local Walgreens or CVS. It'll save you a whole lot of money. And that'll help you avoid those chapped lips and a extremely dry, sore throat. (coughs) Here are my top 10 things to do while in Vegas. Now, of course, you're going for the convention. You're going there to learn. You're going there to associate with your colleagues. Who are we kidding? We're going to go out and have a great time and do all kinds of wonderful things. Here is my top 10 list. Number one, the Fountains of Bellagio. Uh, There's nothing more awe-inspiring, inspirational, romantic, and beautiful than these fountains. You have to see them, and they run pretty much every half hour, sometimes in the evenings, every 15 minutes. Number two, the Volcano at the Mirage. Now, this is quintessential Vegas entertainment. You know, it's you got to see it. And you really need to consider seeing it this time around because, unfortunately, the Mirage has been purchased by the Hard Rock. And according to sources, with the remodeling and the changes, the volcano will be broken down and it'll go away as of 2023. Number three on my list, take in the incredible views to be found at the very top of the strap, over a thousand feet in the air. It's just an insane experience, possibly terrifying. And also, in addition to the views, there's a fantastic, world-class, top-of-the-world restaurant along with Level 108, the bar, way up there in the clouds. It is just a must-do when you are in Vegas. The views are unmatched. 
Number four, taking a show. You know, Broadway is not the only place with great entertainment. Whether it's comedy, magic, or a Cirque show, it is stellar entertainment. Get a show on your itinerary when visiting Vegas. Number five, it's not just happening on the Strip. Take a little trip north to the Fremont Street Experience. This features the world's largest LCD screen, live music, bars, street performers, and lots more. It's classic Vegas with a modern twist and best experienced after dark. Number six, the Bellagio is a world-class property, and it's not just about the fountains. The Bellagio Botanical Gardens, open year-round, is an atrium filled with all kinds of flowers and displays that will drop your jaw to the ground. They're changed five times a year, so check that out when visiting the Bellagio. Number seven, do something outside of Vegas. Take in the amazing sights. Go down to the Hoover Dam or the Valley of Fire, which is to the north of Vegas. Or if you're really in for an adventure, take the three-hour ride out into California and check out Death Valley. I've been there three times. Trust me when I tell you it's like nothing you've ever seen before. It sounds horrible, but it is such a beautiful place. If you have the time, go check it out. Number eight, did you know that Vegas has a softer side? And if you are coming with your significant other, you might want to have a little bit of romance by taking a ride on the gondolas at the Venetian. It is like going back to Italy. Number nine, one of the newest features in Vegas, and that's the high roller at the link. What a view. And finally, number 10, and especially if this is your very first time to Vegas, take a picture in front of the iconic, world-famous Welcome to Las Vegas sign. It's near Mandalay Bay. It's free, but be prepared to wait in line. Now we're going to get back into some of those not-so-fun changes that have happened as a result of COVID. Uh, if you're used to free parking everywhere, well, that is also not exactly the way that it was a few years ago. Many of the properties are now charging for parking. But here is a list of the 10 places around on the Strip that you could still park for free. The Wynn, Treasure Island, the Strat, the Sahara, the Palazzo and the Venetian, Circus Circus, the Miracle Mile Shops, the Shops at Crystals, the Shops at Mandalay Place, and the Fashion Show Mall. Getting around Vegas, I mentioned renting a car. And renting a car is my favorite way to do things because I'm not limited. I'm not hampered by anything. I get into my car and I go, but because I've been to Vegas, I, I know how to get around. I've been to Vegas about 35 times. Not everybody will be as comfortable with this, and there are other options that you have. So if you are attending a convention, especially if you're down by the convention center, there's an actual monorail system that can bring you to many different hotels and casinos along the Strip for not that much of a fee. Also, as far as getting around, the best deal in all of Vegas for traveling is the municipal bus, otherwise known as the Deuce. And that could be as low as six bucks for the entire day, making stops up and down the entire Las Vegas Boulevard. I think it's like $20 and you could ride it all week as much as you want. It's the deuce and it is the best value in getting around in Vegas. If you decide you want to walk the strip, keep in mind it is four miles long from the Strat down to the Mandalay Bay. I've done it before. Of course, I was younger when I did it. If I try to do it now, they'd be taking me to the hospital. But... One thing to keep in mind, a lot of times people will buy new shoes for their trip. You do not, you do not, you do not want to have new shoes when walking the four-mile strip. Oh, and by the way, if you start at one end and you walk four miles the other way, it really turns into eight miles. So keep 
that in mind. If you are walking the strip, you will probably encounter many street performers. They're very common. And many will like to take pictures with you. I mean, it's, it's a great uh, little keepsake from Vegas. However, they may ask you for money after you take the picture. Did you know that is illegal in Las Vegas? So as far as the law goes, they cannot charge you. If they ask you for money, you don't have to pay it. However, it is very much appropriate to tip them. So tipping is different than mandatorily having to pay them. How to dress uh, in Las Vegas for the weather? Well, Las Vegas is right in the middle of the desert. It's dry and it can be incredibly hot, but it could also snow. It can snow there and it can get very cold. If you are attending the Mobile Entertainment Expo or the Photo Booth Expo, which is coming up in mid-February, be prepared for weather that can average in the 50s and 60s, possibly 70s, but it still can get very cold at night. So make sure you bring the right and appropriate uh, clothing, including a jacket. If you're coming out for the wedding MBA, which is usually in September or October, or maybe LDI, well, that weather's a little bit warmer and you can see anything from the 80s right up to the 100s. So again, dress accordingly and don't assume that Vegas is just hot. It's not. Now we're going to discuss where you're going to stay. And seven of the world's largest hotels are located right in Las Vegas. So we're going to explore the best hotels to stay at. Number five, the Bellagio. Number four, the Cosmopolitan. Number three, the Venetian and the Palazzo. Number two, the Wynn and the Encore. And number one, the Waldorf Astoria. Not everybody has the budget for $1,000 a night for a suite or more. And so we're going to explore the best budget hotels. And when I say budget, I don't mean that they're cheap. I don't mean that they're run down. I just mean that budget, value-based, which is going to be uh, obviously a much more affordable option for you. And, and those hotels would be the South Point, Treasure Island, the Golden Nugget down on Fremont Street, Paris, and the Luxor. And then there are properties that you just don't want to stay, even if they were going to let you stay there for free. Please, for your own health and your own sanity, avoid these properties. The Excalibur, the Oyo, which is formerly Hooters, both of the travel lodges, both, trust me. Howard Johnson, Motel 8, and your favorite and mine, Circus Circus. Vegas has some of the best food in the world. I mean, there's food everywhere. Your head will be spinning. If you're a foodie like me, it really is an orgasmic experience. So I'm going to give you my best hidden foodie gem and do everything you can to get to the Pepper Mill, which is at the north end of the Strip. You want to go past the wind and across from the brand new Resorts World property. This is a classic Vegas diner with a 70s, 80s, almost tacky retro atmosphere, but it's just incredible. Tons of nostalgia and the portions are huge and absolutely fabulous. The Pepper Mill has been one of my favorite places to go ever since I started coming to Vegas back in the 90s. And now Uncle Mike is going to really hook you up. I'm going to give you my best deals in Vegas for breakfast. And these are all really good. This isn't bad stuff. Cheap. This is really good for unbelievable deals. Number one, Blondie's, which is at the Miracle Mile Mall. That is part of Planet Hollywood. You can get a breakfast burrito or a complete breakfast plate for $3.99. $3.99. The Village Pub at Ellis Island. Steak and eggs for just $6.99. The Ocean One Bar and Grill at the Miracle Mile. A full breakfast for just $5.99. And 
you could get three mimosas, three, for 10 bucks. 10 bucks. One more to make my list. La Salsa Cantina. You get a full, incredible breakfast for $4.79. That's it. Mm. But wait, Foodie Mike has got some more. Uh, Great lunch and dinner deals. We're going to go back to the Ocean Grill at the Miracle Mile. $4.99 for anything on their menu. $4.99 for anything on their menu for lunch. Incredible. Uh, Heading down to Fremont Street. Tony Roma's. And uh, they are doing $8.99 prime rib. The hours are 4.30 to 6.30, though. Make sure you know that because that's just two hours. Uh, You want to get in for that. And they have their steak and lobster between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Steak and lobster for just $11.99 at Tony Roma's down on Fremont Street. Next, we have the Market Street Cafe at the California Hotel and Casino. $9.99 for prime rib. The host hotel for the Photo Booth Expo and the Mobile Entertainment Expo, the South Point Casino and Hotel Resort. Well, they have prime rib and shrimp at their garden buffet, and it runs from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., $19.99. That's an incredible deal. And finally, I got this direct from a local, the best deal in Vegas. This is not on the strip. You have to go off the strip just a little bit, but not too much. The place is called Herbs and Rye. Apparently, it is a really, really good steak restaurant. It's on Sahara Avenue. Their happy hour features all steaks, 50% off, 50% off. It's called Herbs and Rye on Sahara Avenue. Their happy hour, 50% off all steaks. Good Lord, I also found some great burger deals for you. Uh, The R Burger, meaning R, R R-O-U-R, Burger at Wahlburgers. It's just $11.95. And then this one here is, if you're going to the Hoover Dam, you got to stop at this place. The one-pound monster burger <laughs> with fries and everything. $13.95 at the Longhorn Hotel Casino. Like I said, if you're on your way to Hoover Dam or on your way back from seeing the, uh, the amazing sight there, the uh, monster one-pound burger, $13.95. My goodness, let's just keep talking about food. Uh, my three favorite steakhouses. Number one, the Steakhouse at Circus Circus. If you could stomach walking through Circus Circus, when I tell you it's worth it, it's worth it. It's my favorite steakhouse in all of Vegas. Number two, the Golden Steer. It's been around since, I think, 1957. It's a classic, especially if you want to have Caesar salad prepared tableside and just an incredible hunk of beef thrown on your table. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Sammy Davis Jr. all ate there. It's a Vegas standard and classic. And number three, Oscars, which is part of the Plaza Hotel. It's just an amazing, amazing steakhouse. All right, that's it. I'm done. Uh, I'm starving. (laughs) I hope these tips and all of this information was helpful. Honestly, I do. Vegas is a destination like no other. I hope you attend some of the great conventions for our industry when you're out here and you get a ton out of them. I wish you all the best for 2022 health and happiness and success. So I'm Mike Fernino. And uh, thank you for listening to my ramblings about Las Vegas here on the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. Take care. The DJ Idea Sharing Podcast is brought to you by NLFX Professional and Promo Only. Bright light said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare. So, Viva Las Vegas. 
That there were more than the 24 hours in the day Even if there were 40 more I wouldn't sleep a minute away Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel A fortune won and lost on every deal All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas with your neon flashing and your one-armed bandits crashing almost holds down the drain. Fever, Las Vegas turning day into nighttime, turning night into daytime. If you see it once, you'll never be the same again. I'm gonna keep on the run, I'm gonna have me some fun. It cost me my very last dime. If I wind up broke, well, I'll always remember that I had a swing in time I'm gonna give it everything I've got Lady luck, please let the dice stay hot Let me shoot a seven with every shot Beaver! 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 